Do you have the misfortune of having to deal with a no at all? If so, a little sympathy is coming your way. These humility challenge experts on everything are out there, just itching to screw something up and then point the finger at you as they creep away. Let's dip into this a little further. For starters, know-it-alls go into things in disorganized and unprepared ways. Their approach is to dive in without any pretense of or need for preparation or organization. They rely on their instincts and agility. They're usually from the group who never bothered to do their homework in high school. Later, they wrote their college papers the night before they were due, without inhibiting themselves with trivia such as a trip to the library. In a pinch, they use someone else's notes or reading list. The solution is always at hand if the know-it-all is observant enough and clever enough to recognize it. If worse comes to worse, they can always ask for an extension, using any of the thousands of perfectly legitimate reasons available to them. Know-it-alls frequently start before understanding what is expected. This technique is axiomatic for the humility challenged. To find out what is expected is a waste of time. He or she has no intention of doing anything other than what comes to hand. This is called winging it. Someone once said that if you do not know where you are going, you probably will not get there. The know-it-all says that if he or she does not know where he or she is going, wherever things end up is where the screw-up was headed. If played right, the people who count define it as the only place to be. Ultimately, no one likes admitting getting taken for a ride especially to somewhere he or she did not want to go. Almost as if upping the screw-up, know-it-alls solve problems before knowing why the problems came up in the first place. It is like a doctor doing surgery for an undiagnosed condition. The doctor raises the knife and slices. Quickly, the patient has a visible condition, usually with a lot of blood thrown in just for good measure. Now it does not matter how it turns out. If the bleeding stops, the doctor is a hero. If not, the doctor made his or her best effort, but the patient was too far gone to be saved. When a know-it-all creates a predicament, he or she tries to find a scapegoat for the problems. People ask, why do we have this problem? The screw-up likes to say something responsive. Whenever possible, skilled know-it-alls blame the problem on someone outside the organization or on an employee who has left. At a minimum, they attribute it to someone who is out of favor or someone who cannot defend him or herself. Should an explanation actually be forthcoming, the screw-up refers to it as a cover-up or an attempt to avoid responsibility. Double talk is also a good term to work in somewhere. Finding out real causes and explanations is not in the screw-up's best interest. People might start looking for valid explanations for problems as a routine behavior. This lays the know-it-all open to who knows what. In the rare event that the screw-ops scapegoat simply says, I fouled up, the know-it-all will be quick to call it a lie. Yes, this is strong medicine, but the medicine must be stronger than the condition. Know-it-alls go on to say, he would not just admit it like that unless there was more to it. I don't have time to get to the bottom of this right now, but take my word for it, there is more to this than meets the eye. Sure, the screw-up relies on his wits. Having people openly admit to fouling up is right up there in the ranks of things to be avoided with finding out what actually causes specific problems. Know-it-alls know that there is not a best way to do things or to think about things. An experienced screw-up would say that this is not exactly correct. Know-it-alls never like to have anything so clearly stated. 
the humility challenged says, there is not a best way to do it or to think about it. He or she is not suggesting that there is more than one way. The point is that there is no way, no way to get the job done, no way to think about the problem. Listen to how the gambit works. Ask the screw up, what are our options? Even more to the point, what is the best way to deal with this? How should we think about it? The humility challenge waits a while to respond, takes a long breath and says in a most sincere and worried voice, I sincerely wish this were that kind of problem. I would like to tell you there is a simple answer. I wish I had the magic for you again this time. This one defies logic and quiets the voice of experience. We are on new ground. We will need to bite the bullet this time. We will just have to plunge in and hope for the best. I will give it my 100% best shot for you, as I always do. The screw-up's rule is to use a short sentence for a little problem. This is a puzzler, but I'll give it a shot. The bigger the problem, the more verbiage he uses. In either event, the ploy is the same. Avoid definition at all cost. The humility challenge wants to wing it. Know-it-alls do the job without knowing how to do it. You likely can elaborate on this technique without the benefit of any further comments. It fits into and is consistent with the overall pattern for know-it-alls. The essence of the technique is seeing that knowing how only limits and inhibits one's range and flexibility. Of course from his or her perspective, the humility challenge does know how to do the job. The difficulty for the rest of us is in understanding what knowing how refers to. The uninitiated think that knowing how means you have specific knowledge and skills related to the task or problem. They also think experience with the task is useful. The know-it-all understands that, for him or her, these kinds of things are irrelevant. The only skills needed are those of the practice screw-up. The main requirement is an ability and willingness to dive in and to keep poking. Things will happen that sooner or later make the task not doable, the problem unsolvable. At that point, the screw-up either abandons the task or calls in a specialist. He or she then takes full credit for saving the day. Know-it-alls see everything as new or unique. The typical screw-up using this technique gets the benefit of a quirk of nature. No matter how small the task or minor the problem, it likely has some element or quirk that distinguishes it from similar tasks or problems. The more complex the task or the more serious the problem, the more points of newness or uniqueness he or she finds. Regardless of how nearly the current situation matches others, the humility challenge focuses his attention and energy on these points of newness or uniqueness. Know-it-alls do not divide problems into manageable parts. They focus on the big picture, the broader issues, the wider implications. Anyone who tries to reduce things to understandable parts has a little mind and cannot see the forest for the trees. Such people have a limited perspective and are thought of as conceptually challenged. People who are analytic and systematic are the nemesis of the know-it-all. These spoilsports want to divide the larger task or problem into small tasks or problems most anyone can understand and work through. The screw-up must not let this kind of reductionist problem-solving get started if he or she is to succeed. The spoilsport says, let's make a list of each activity that is necessary to get the job done. We can then put them into some logical order and split up the tasks. By the time we get to the end of the list, the job will be done. The know-it-all response, 
that may be a good approach down the road somewhere. We are a long way from being there right now. It's not that simple. At this point, the need is for some policy direction and meeting of the minds. We need to set up a committee to struggle with the real issues first. Alternatively, the spoilsport says, people are at each other's throats. Everyone wants to blame everyone. It looks like everyone is trying, but some little things are getting in the way. Let's sit everyone down and find out exactly what they need and what they expect. Through the process, they can get things out in the open and at least understand each other's problems. The know-it-all response, it has gone beyond simple discussion. It is going to take more drastic action than simply having people talk together and work out their problems. A committee meeting won't cut it this time. We need some decisive action from the top. Know-it-alls either avoid or obsess over the details. This is a timing technique used most effectively with the other tools of the humility challenged. By this time, the value of the screw-ups avoiding the details should be obvious. The nuts and bolts of most tasks or problems are in the details. Understand and organize the details, and even the most sticky issues tend to succumb. A favorite application of the technique is, have you read the documentation explaining the problem and how it needs to be handled? The know-it-all says, I do not have time for this nonsense. I am tired of the paper passing. I can see the problem is still there. It is time to take definitive action to deal with this once and for all. Somewhat less often, the dedicated screw-up needs to come at it from the other direction. Someone says, we need to take some broad action. There are only two or three pieces getting in the way. It is time to stop swatting flies and get rid of the garbage. The know-it-all says, this is much too serious to act in haste. Your plan may have some merit, but I want to be sure we have considered all the possibilities. It is always better to be safe than sorry. Let's bring together all the documentation and review it with each of the people involved. Let's be careful with this one. Here's the thing. When a know-it-all, screw-up or humility challenge expert on everything jumps into the middle of most any problem or issue, things usually get straightened out. Why? It's fairly simple. Things usually straighten out or work out, with or without the participation of the know-it-all. There is normally enough positive momentum within the group or organization to push through to an acceptable outcome. Things may not improve, but they don't get worse either. Most people are okay with not disrupting the status quo. On the other hand, occasionally things get gradually worse and no one seems to know why. Way more often than anyone realizes, a know-it-all is at the center of the failure. What to do? It may seem obvious, but too frequently isn't. Is there someone who is driving the process, someone who thinks he or she has the best ideas for resolving the mess, especially someone who keeps changing his or her ideas about what should or should not be done? Just consider the possibility that a know-it-all, humility challenge screw-up is actively driving your train off the cliff. Now you know so be warned. The know-it-alls of the world are out there just waiting for the chance to screw things up for you and for things that matter to you. If you just passively let it happen, the outcome is on you.